This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg. We're back on a Tuesday edition of Orange Nation. First show of 2018. Happy New Year, everyone. Stephen Fonte, Seth Goldberg with you. We're pleased to be joined right now by SU Assistant Coach Alan Griffin. He's going to be brought to you every week during the new year by Casanova Jewelry. Uh, Coach, great to hear from you. Uh, Happy New Year. How was uh, How was the weekend for you? Hey, Happy New Year. You know what? It's been very, very hectic. I got a seven-year-old that has energy out the window, man. I, <laughs> I can't even keep up with this guy. <laughs> I, I completely understand that. Um, from a from a basketball perspective, I know it was a, a very good weekend. A very nice win uh, to kick off the ACC schedule, 68-56 over Virginia Tech. This was a hokey squad, as you well know, averaging better than 90 points per game. You hold them in the 50s. Uh, what were your takeaways as a coach? staff from that that big win over the Hokies I think defensively we were, we were very solid um, we didn't give these guys open threes which you know one of the best teams in the country uh, at three-point percentage wise uh, and they had you know at, at times they could put multiple guys out there that can make threes uh, at a high clip so we did a really good job we were very active in our you know in our zone and you know if we could keep playing zone defense the way we've been playing um, it could be a great year because it can keep us in a lot of games you know, I, I think we've all seen over the course of the non-conference schedule that uh, the offense comes and goes, right, w- with this team. But the the thing that's always there is the defense. And, you know, Steve mentioned holding that Virginia Tech team in the 50s. Uh, what's it like to know, you know, hey, the offense may be there, may not, but night in, night out, this team's going to give a, a very good defensive performance? Yeah, it's a stable to, you know, our, our team this year. Um, if we don't play good defense, it could be a long night. Uh, we've worked really hard at it uh, starting this summer all the way up until, you know, this afternoon. Uh, it, it's It's been really refreshing to see, uh, especially me coming back, how effective a really good zone defense can really be that can really mess some teams up out here. Alan Griffin, brought to you every week by Casanova Jewelry, joining us here on Orange Nation. And, and Griff, this is our first chance to talk to you in season. I know we talked to you a lot around the time you got the job and then leading up to the year. It's our first chance to talk to you in, in the season, though. How has this been, you know, working with the big guys and being back at your alma mater and sitting on the bench during games and, and learning from Coach Beheim? Is it is it everything you, you hoped and thought it would be? Oh, more, more so. It, it's been more eye-opening than anything, you know, Going away from the zone for how many years I was away from it, uh, you know, just the program in general and, and the zone being the stable of the program pretty much, especially defensively for us, I didn't know the, the ins and outs of the zone. I forgot them, you know, which I should never forget that. But uh, but it, it's just been a, a great experience, obviously, with uh, uh, working for Coach Beheim. Um It's been a dream come true for me. I always wanted to, at some particular point in my career, get a chance to work alongside Coach, obviously plan for was a great experience and then you know you got two guys and you know Jerry and, uh, and and Adrian who are seasoned vets especially here who's had a lot of success here you know final four runs national championship runs so I'm learning not just from coach Bayham I'm learning from everybody involved you know we mentioned coach you're you're working a lot with the bigs and and right now the the bigs seems to be Pascal Chukwu um and his minutes his minutes load has really gone up. Uh, he he's been playing thirty plus minutes a night for the most part over the last couple of weeks. Uh, what have you seen in his growth and his development that's uh, you know allowed him to stay on the floor for thirty seven minutes against an Eastern Michigan or, or a Buffalo? 
I just think confidence. Um, you know, with big guys, you know, I think the one thing that you got to really attack first and foremost is getting them to believe in their abilities. And, and I think that's the one thing that I try to do from the day, you know, the day I stood on campus and got to meet these guys. I just try to give them confidence that they can achieve whatever they want to achieve. They just got to go out there and do it and obviously put the work in. And uh, with Pascal, he's just been phenomenal to work with. Um, he's very, very good. He, he takes in a lot of stuff. Uh, um, he's huge. <laughs> he's one of the huge, like one of the biggest guys I've ever been around. Uh, but again, you know, and he's a soft-spoken kid. So, and I just try to give him confidence. I think with, with anything, if he if he's confident, he has the skill set. He would if he didn't have the skill set and, and the ability, he wouldn't be at Syracuse. Who gets the credit for what he did at the free throw line the other night when he went nine for eleven? Did you did you have like the secret uh, to success at the yeah. free? Th- I mean, what, what did you say to him, or what what flip? Uh, you know, what switch was flipped with him that he went from you know being a liability at the line to all of a sudden he's he's making his free throws now on a on a relatively consistent basis? How did it, how did it happen? I want to take all the credit, obviously, just being selfish. <laughs> but I'm just not a selfish guy. But, you know, I think his stuff from last year, I think his mechanics, uh, Pascal got unbelievable mechanics in terms of his shooting ability. And, you know, Coach Hopkins did a really, really good job with him in terms of his mechanics. And, again, it was just one of those things where it's just confidence. I just try to go out there and, and, and make him have confidence that he can make them. You know, the one adjustment that we did make, um, you know, before every game, uh, the day before every game, he has to make 100 free throws. And within that 100, if he doesn't make 20 in a row – he he has to start all over, and it just really makes him concentrate. And I think he did a really good job the day before that game. And obviously, uh, um, he he made he made his free throws in the game. So uh, again, the, the person that gets the credit for every, all this stuff is Pascal because he's putting in the work. I was going to say he had watched some extra Bayheim on basketball, but that having to hit a hundred, <laughs> having to hit a hundred while making twenty in a row seems like a, a rough drill to put a guy through. No, you know what? Because he's a good shooter. You know, I think you guys don't see it. You know, I, I get to see it. I, I got to see it when we first when I first started uh, back here, and uh, I knew that he has the he has the ability to do it. He just got to, you know, again, it's all confidence with Pascal and every big guy on our program, Barama as well. You know, once these guys have confidence, they can they can achieve a lot. Can you bring us up to date at all on Barama? I know Coach Beheim addressed his injury a couple of post-game press conferences ago, said you're going to give him about a week off or so, see how uh, you know that knee is feeling and, and, and see where it goes from here. How is he doing? Is he practicing? Do you think we'll see him in a game anytime soon? Yeah, I, um, I think um, first, uh, medical staff Brad Pike and those guys are doing an unbelievable job around the clock with, uh, with Barama. Uh, he is uh, getting around-the-clock treatment, and um, he's doing well. He's been in practice. Um, it's just a comfort level for him in terms of, you know, just his, you know, being able to play with, with, with some pain, you know. And, um, again, uh, he's getting all the treatment around the clock, and we'll just see, you know, uh, game-by-game decision. You know, once the big guys say either he's playing or he's not, then that's what we're going with. But Barama's in good spirit. I think his teammates are in good spirit. They're always, you know, encouraging him and pushing him. So, We'll see these next couple of days. In the meantime, though, while he's not playing, do you have to change the way that Pascal plays at all or talk to him and say, listen, you know, big fellow, we need you to play, you know, 30, 35 minutes tonight or you cannot get in foul trouble? Does, does he have to change the way he plays at all knowing that he's the only big guy going into a particular game? 
You know what? No, not really. Um, you know, it's funny. It's like I was yelling at me and Adrian was yelling at each other during the game. Uh, the last, uh, the last, game, you know, against Eastern Michigan because I was sitting there saying, he needs a sub, Adrian. Tell Coach to take him out. He needs a sub. Put Matt Moore back in the game. And Adrian was like, he's good. Coach knows what he's doing. He's been doing this for 41 years. I was like, <laughs> I don't care about 41 years. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, not not really. I think um, I think Pascal is. Uh, I think he's up for the challenge. I think he's in the best shape of his life. Uh, it's probably the most minutes he's ever played at any level. And uh, again, he's stepping up to the challenge and he's playing well. You know, the one thing about Pascal is the only thing that we have to uh, kind of help him out with sometimes is is that he can't keep getting like the cheap fouls. You know, if you're going to make a foul, make a foul, go on to block a shot. You know what I mean? Hustling after a loose ball or something like that. If you're going to push a guy in the back sometimes and then pick up that cheap foul, that, that hurts the team because now, you know, we get thin and really small, uh, you know, in the zone. Yeah, you know, with Barama out, um, we're talking with Alan Griffin, assistant coach with SU Basketball. We've seen a lot more of Marek Dolajai in the middle. Uh, is, how has that transition gone? What have you seen out of him? Because uh, it, there are times, and, and it looked like that uh, in, in the Virginia Tech game the other night, where this team looks really good with him in the middle there. Oh, yeah. Now, Marak is a, a, a feisty, you know, old school, old soul from in basketball, man. He, uh, he gets down and dirty. Um, he is uh, quick. He's athletic, but the thing about Morocco is he has a brain. Um, and he's very, very smart. He knows uh, where to be. He's always in the right place at the right time. Uh, when he comes in, I, you know, uh, I, I said this yesterday to Coach. I said, you know, when Morocco's in, you know, in Arizona, our uh, defense gets really fast. You know, it goes from like a, a SUV to a sports car. You know, it's it, it it gets really fast from side to side, and obviously we can cover a lot more ground. And and he, again, he is six nine. He's probably you know six nine, one hundred and two pounds, but he is he's six nine, long lengthy, and he and he can think and he can make up for a lot of mistakes. How difficult is it for a guy like Matthew Moyer or Marek Dolajai? to learn that center position in the zone. Guys who thought they were going to be forwards or, or are mainly forwards and then may have to play that five spot here and there, whether it's injury or foul trouble or, or whatever it may be. How difficult is that, a transition to you know learning the, the forward spots and then having to learn that five spot as well? Yeah, it, it can be a little difficult. Um, but you know what? You know We kind of mix and match these guys in practice all the time, just, you know, just so that we can be prepared in, in some games where we need, you know, certain guys to play in the middle. So, Marek's done it in practice, so he's getting kind of the hang of it. Um, you know, Matt hasn't played it in the game yet, but, you know, there were times in practice where he played it. So, it could be a little bit difficult, but not, but not as difficult, to, to be honest with you. You know, the, the one thing that can help you is that you already know your position as a forward. So, now, you know, our center players are forward. So, now you have to think, you know, what the forward is going to do now, it should put you a step ahead uh, uh, when you're out there playing that position. So it's not as difficult uh, sometimes, uh, but, you know, I think these guys are up for it. Last one for you, Griff, before we get you out of here. Uh, Wake Forest tomorrow, first road game, obviously, in conference play. What can you tell us about the Demon Deacons? Wow, very, very talented team. Uh, Averaging about close to 80 points a game. Uh, got really good guard playing, and, uh, and and Brian Crawford, who I watched a lot in high school. Um, those guys uh, had Carolina down four with under a minute to go in the game. Should have should have won the game. Uh, so it's, it's going to be a good challenge. They got great size inside. 
So it's going to be a challenge for us, especially on the road, our real first road test uh, outside of the Georgetown game. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be good for us. But the, the one thing that it can be challenging for us is the size inside. They got a couple seven footers that's going to be able to bang and 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 use ten fouls. So we got to be, you know, we got to you know kind of keep these guys off the glass and, and make sure that we cover those guys inside the zone. All right. Well, we uh, we really enjoyed this. Thanks so much for the time. We look forward to doing this every week throughout the basketball season. Best of luck tomorrow night. All right. Thanks. I'll make sure I bring some donuts by the station. Oh, we would love that. <laughs> we would love that. Please That'd be do. great. Please do. There uh, he is, uh, uh, Alan Griffin. And uh, we're going to take our next time out here on the show. SU Wake Forest tomorrow night. Again, we'll talk a lot of Q's basketball today. We can talk NFL. We can talk college football. Phone lines now open the rest of the way. 315-437-7644. We're back after this on ESPN Radio.